0: Dot com forward slash join or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash join you're listening to the holistic interior design business podcast this is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including Feng Shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field together we will discover supportive trade partners new ideas creatives and inspiring artists from around the world i am your host rachel lorraine crawford welcome to our first episode of the new year 2023 welcome welcome we are at episode 75 of the holistic interior design business podcast And today we're talking all about sustainable practices. So I've got my top 15 sustainable business practices in order to run an eco-friendly interior design firm. So before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and set her space. I'm going to light our candle. I've got a beautiful beeswax candle, all natural beeswax. I like to stay away from candles that have um, oil in them. Uh, So this is a nice clean burn and an all-cotton wick. Um, So yeah, you can get these, of course, at Mithras. And I'm going to pull a card. So the intention today, as I light that candle, is to connect with all of you on some eco-friendly, sustainable practices that we can imply or implement into our businesses um, so that we're more in alignment with what we're providing as a service. I'm going to pull a crystal card here to get a, a feel for our energy today Let's see what do we need to know and we've got black tourmaline protection grounding and calling uh, this is definitely connected to the root chakra and the affirmation here is i am protected and purified on all energy levels and this is a very protective purifying stone that repels and blocks negative energy uh, but also transforms dense energy into lighter, higher vibrations. So yeah, so part of having a holistic interior design business is that we want to improve the world around us. We want to provide a service that um, is not only healthy to the people living in the home, but also to our environment. So we want to sort of practice what we preach And I'm sharing my top 15 practices that I do in my business. And a lot of them you can start doing right away right now. And so let's get to it. All right. So number one, which many of you might have thought of right off the bat, and this is going paperless. So I use a program called house pro otherwise known as Ivy uh, before it was bought. And that's a uh, program online so that you can practice going paperless, not having so much paper in your office, having to to deal with that. Now I do print some things. I have yet to go completely paperless, but that is something that is in the works. Uh, Everything is digital, so it can be accessed by the team anywhere. Of course, that's gonna reduce so much with the trees and the production costs of creating the paper and recycling the paper and all of that. Number two, is all about electricity and power so one you can invest in solar panels to reduce you know the power Uh, you can also drive an electric vehicle or at least a hybrid that is going to be fantastic as designers we tend to drive a lot so being able to drive uh, on an eco-friendly energy Efficient uh, hybrid or electric vehicle, or if you can walk to places or take bike, of course that's also a fantastic as well. You want to unplug major appliances that are in your office that you're not using. Uh, you want to introduce natural light, so anytime you can turn off the lights by adding skylights or just opening up the windows or opening up the window treatments, so that you can get some natural light into the space would be fantastic. And speaking of window treatments, there are window treatments that trap heat um, and help insulate the home so they're not using so much electricity to cool or to heat up your home and office. So a lot of these practices you can interchange between your home and office and you should be doing that whenever you can. And then of course, changing everything over to LED lighting Um, updating all those bulbs. I'm sure you are already doing that now. Number three is unnecessary travel. And then I like to think of that as, you know, working remotely, so if you have a team of people Maybe you don't go into the office every single day together and you can work from home, work distantly. I also would encourage doing a phone call or a zoom call versus having to meet with somebody in person, unless you really have to be there in person on a job site. Same thing with your clients, you know, being able to get on a call versus having to drive anywhere. And same thing with like a showroom. If there is a sample or something that you need, maybe utilizing the people that are in the showroom that are already there so you're not having to drive there and use power in that way. Number four is working with vendors and builders that are in the same alignment with your values that are also wanting to improve our planet that are environmentally friendly Uh, that give back to the community that are maybe local. That's a whole another thing is if you can work with a local company, that way um, the transportation of goods isn't being affected as, as heavily as you know, ordering something overseas or or distant. Number five, of course, is recycling and composting. And then I feel being in California, that's something that we already do, but, but maybe it's not. So if that's something that you've been thinking about, just making it really easy for yourself to recycle, creating a compost, you know, it makes a huge difference. Number six is eliminating single-use items, so plastic, paper towels. Bringing your lunch versus you know going out and getting fast food or something that's you know wrapped in plastic, and having healthy snacks in your space and, and having a filter for water versus having disposable water bottles would be fantastic. Along those lines is number seven, and that is all about um, using inks that are refillable. You might not think about it but like your printer with the ink cartridges being able to recycle those cartridges and also with your pens getting really nice pens where all you do are are refilling the ink within that pen so that you're not constantly throwing those out same thing with you know mechanical pencils are fantastic for that as well just being able to refill the lead in that number eight is um, implementing green cleaning products so using products that are all natural without chemicals in both your home and within your office because we do have to clean our offices so making sure that those products are eco-friendly number nine is during demo or when you're deconstructing is being able to donate those items so cabinets and appliances um, fixtures you know a lot of our, our clients are redoing their kitchen because of aesthetic reasons, because they want to be up to date with the way something looks. And it's not always because something broke down. So if that's the case, um, I strongly recommend recycling those, giving them to charity. And as you're in that sort of demo phase, I also recommend collaborating with builders, this is number 10, collaborating with builders that offer deconstruction versus demo. So taking things apart so that they can be recycled so that they can be donated to charities, you know, pulling up woods, um, and not just putting them into a landfill, but maybe that wood can be transferred into a new floor or something of that nature. Number 11 would be to, of course, source things that are already created. So vintage products are perfect for being eco-friendly, most definitely. And there's also, you know, not just beautiful vintage shops that are local to you, but there is also websites that you can go on. And order products that are already that are vintage and old. And then there's also a website. I don't know that it's out yet, but I have a friend that is in the design business who's got a website for designers like us that can resell items that were like extra tile or extra materials or um, clients' old furniture. So being able to shop from that as well. That was number eleven. We're on number twelve, and that is to purchase, refurbish electronics and to recycle your electronics so if you are purchasing a printer or something of that nature or a computer like really looking at refurbished options um, so that you're not getting something brand new and recycling the products that you are replacing so giving that back as well so that it doesn't go into a landfill number 13 is all about introducing nature into our environments. We know the effects of nature and how it helps us being well in our business and in our home. So I recommend bringing in plants. Plants are the biggest things you can do. They filter the air, they give you fresh oxygen and also, you know, bringing in that natural light. And I also recommend like having a Himalayan salt lamp in your space. That's going to release some negative ions which of course is gonna make us feel happy and it's gonna keep us in a good mood and it's gonna keep us healthy. Number 14 is choosing a charity to um, partner with, to contribute to. That's something that probably your clients are really gonna love, especially you know in the holistic realm because they wanna support other businesses that are doing things to give back to, again, to community and to Mother Earth. And then lastly, you might not think about this, but uh, this is number 15. And as designers, we love pretty things. We love to dress the part. We like to show up at our best. And you know, we we have these beautiful wardrobes. I have been part of a membership program with Rent the Runway and I rent most of all of my clothes. So I have a very small amount of clothing that's mine. And then I rent everything else, so that I'm not constantly purchasing and holding onto clothing. That way, it gets worn by multiple people. It's a wonderful program, so I recommend if you can um, renting clothing or you know doing things that are community rental sort of things, so that you're not accumulating all of these all of these things. Oh, and you know what? I we're gonna have a bonus one because I was like, oh, I totally forgot. I don't like having a library, so I will use showrooms as my library. So I don't keep a ton of stuff in my own personal space. Speaking of renting, um, that just kind of dawned on me is if I've got tile and wallpaper and fabric, I'll rent it from the showrooms and then I immediately send it back unless, you know, I have to have it for the client's project. But, you know, toward the end of that, I might get rid of it as well or, or take it back to the showroom that I got it from. I don't hold a lot of anything. Same thing with like Catalogs. I'm all online. I love sourcing that kind of stuff virtually. So that's kind of your bonus. Having a or the lack of having a library is um, huge, and I absolutely love it because then nothing gets hoarded. And and then even when I had a library, like I could never really looked at it. And then half the time, you know, a lot of those things are discontinued. And so for me, having no library or very minimal library is is such a huge huge thing. So those are. Those are them. Those are my top 16 business practices um, to stay sustainable with Mother Earth and all the things that we do. And I'd love to know if you have any practices that I have not shared. Share them with me so that I can share them with everybody else. I think it's just a really beautiful thing when we get together and we come up with really cool ideas to be more sustainable and holistic with our business. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer until next time be well and we will see each other soon